Let's talk round one mock drafts. And who the hell is Jimmy Starlight? On episode three of the MWL Fantasy Football Podcast. Tim's trying to get Melvin Gordon right now. 100%. He's trying to He's bang trying that. To, yeah, he is, right? He is trying to dangle that, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> trying to suck his cousin in right True. now. True. Love sucking his cousin in. Need a win. Fuck off, Tim. Die. You fucking die. Better get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's getting recorded, too. <laughs> That'll be in the opener. Trade the picture. TC. Hey. What? Don't be an asshole. Look I won't, but that was amazing that I just found that. <laughs> Was it that bitch tight handicapped again? What's his name? Ladies and gentlemen, George Kittle. I feel like the Landsharks are going to be a really scrappy team. Yeah, like win three games. <laughs> How awful is that division, though? Alex has a shit team. I should just give the clothes back from Alex. He's probably Janie's assistant. Woman does. <laughs> Alex is the assistant. Matt Ryan. <sighs> Calvin Ridley. <sighs> Matt Ryan. Push. Push! You can't push your way out of the game! <laughs> push! Alex has a shit team. Alright guys, thanks again for tuning in. This is episode 3 of the MWO Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm going to run you guys through a round 1 mock draft from our league. A little bit of context if you're a listener not from our league. We are a five keeper, almost dynasty. I wanted to say dynasty, but we're still technically a keeper league. We have five keepers. Uh, we implemented a rule this year. I'll give you a little bit of context. The fifth keeper is eligible to be drafted in the first round. So you essentially have one unprotected keeper, which is pretty spicy. So really only four guys are locked in. Your fifth guy is essentially vulnerable. Uh, so whoever's picking first overall, they can steal someone's fifth keeper or they can draft from the available player pool. So that'll help in going through this mock draft, just so you guys can kind of follow along. The ADP, just so you understand rankings, again, you know, this will be pick one, will be pick 51 overall, you know, 52, so on and so forth. Uh, just for context, we're a two-quarterback keeper league. Uh, we also have a super flex, so quarterbacks are going to be driven up the board a little bit. And with that, let's run through this. So... At first overall, guys, we got Kaylee picking. I have him stealing a keeper. I have him stealing my keeper. I think he's going Damian Williams. I've been saying this for a couple weeks now. Maybe it's the Patrick Mahomes thing. Maybe it's the fact that he was a Kareem Hunt owner, and I guess you could say Williams is the, I don't want to call him a replacement, because he's obviously not as good as Kareem Hunt, we don't think, or is he? Um, but I've got Kaylee taking Damian Williams, which is essentially going to put me now in the first overall slot. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to draft Julian Edelman. Uh, it seems like a no-brainer. I need a good wide receiver, too. Uh, Edelman's a guy you can count on for anywhere between 85 and 90 catches. Uh, and he's a Patriot, and I'm a homer. So there you go. Julian Edelman, first overall. Uh, next up, we got Alex. Alex is picking second. He is also going to steal, and he's going to steal Carson Wentz. I feel like this is just a, a no-brainer. TC and I talked about this on the last on the last podcast. You know, yeah, he's an Eagles fan, but Wentz is you know Wentz has top seven or eight quarterback upside, I would say. Um, so that seems like a slam dunk for me. Uh, which means Sims will 
slot into the number two spot. And with that pick, he will replace his stolen quarterback with Drew Brees. Super low floor. You know, is it Drew Brees from 2011? No, you're not going to get that. But probably one of the safer quarterbacks uh, available in the draft. Next up at three, first pick that's not a stolen pick. Press is going from the draft pool, and he's taking Kenny Galladay. Uh, just feels like a press pick. I know he doesn't have Stafford anymore. Galladay is really a wide receiver, too. That would be his wide receiver three? I get four, I guess. Depends on if, if Lockett's stolen or kept. I think Galladay, uh, most people would have him ranked ahead of Lockett. Uh, so he would have Coop, uh, Coop, ha, Cooper Cup, A.J. Green, Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett. That's a great receiving core. Uh, so that's what Press is doing at number three. At four, we've got Aaron. Turn on the Mac. That's right. He's getting stolen. Khalil Mack going to Aaron. He's going to pair him with Andrew Luck. He's going to own that backfield. Luck's throwing them in. Mack's running them in. Luck is throwing them to Mack in Aaron's perfect world. So that's a stolen pick from Mox. Uh, so that's going to put Mox into the fourth spot. Are you following along? Can you imagine if you're not a member of this league and you're listening right now trying to make any sense of this? Well, I hope it's somewhat informative and enjoyable. Um, so Mox is picking now at four. He's going to replace that running back with one Sony Michelle. Yeah, there's some injury concerns with Michelle, but man, if you watched what this kid did down the stretch last year with the Patriots and into the playoffs, like he was otherworldly. The way he was running during that playoff stretch, you know, he was running like he's a top five running back. Uh, so I think Mox, Mox has never been, Mox has never been scared of the band-aids. <laughs> it just seems fitting. He's going to pick him and Sony Michelle's knee scope is going to like, you know, morph into like gangrene and they're going to have to amputate his leg by week four. And that's just the way all of Mox's uh, high draft picks go. Next up at five, we've got Sims. He, so he lost Wentz, replaced him with Breeze. And now in the pick that he owns, He's going to select Chris Carson. Carson is a guy that he'll pair with James Conner. I believe he had him at times last year. Maybe he had him most of last year. Pete Carroll loves Chris Carson. Everyone's talking about uh, Rashad. Rashard? I always mix him up. Penny, uh, the Seahawks' second-year running back. Uh, you know, maybe taking on a bigger workload there. I don't know. I didn't like what I saw from Penny last year. I was a Carson owner. I think in his rookie year, I had him year before last. You know. Got nicked up himself, but I think he had close to a 1,000 yards last year. And let's face it, you know, running backs at this point in our draft, you know, you got to take what you can get. And I think that's a pretty decent RB2. I know it's not sexy. Sims might not love it, but I think it's a smart pick. Next up, TC at 6. He's taking Robert Woods. Stealing him. He gone. He gone. Did you listen to last week's podcast? He gone. Uh, TC said he was going to take him if he's available, and I believe him. Poaches Robert Woods from Kaylee. You know, that's a guy that's a very high-end wide receiver, too. Does TC have a pile of wide receivers? Sure does. Has that ever stopped him from drafting more wide receivers in the past? Sure didn't. Uh, so he's going Robert Woods, which puts Kaylee in the sixth spot. And he's going to do the logical thing and just replace him with another Rams wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. You know, they had virtually the same production last year. Uh, so that seems like a no-brainer from Kaylee. And he just goes about his business. Uh, next up at seven, we got Mox. Uh, so Mox is back up after having Max stolen at four. He picks again at seven. And this is a very Mox pick to me. Uh, I think he goes Philip Lindsay, takes another running back, tries to build some depth at that position because he's going to lose one, two, three, or all of his running backs this year like he does most years. So sorry, Philip Lindsay. 
enjoy your, your season on IR. Uh, next up, Alex, we've got uh, at the eighth spot, Alex is going to take carry on Johnson. Uh, right now, Alex has one running back. His name is Melvin Gordon, and he is unsure <laughs> whether or not he's going to play for the Los Angeles Chargers this year. Uh, so I think Alex, after going Wentz, uh, which he couldn't resist at number two, has to do the smart thing and invest in the running back position. Carrion's a second-year guy. You know, he showed some flashes of, of big-time potential last year. They've got C.J. Anderson as well in the Detroit backfield, but I don't really believe what I saw from C.J. last year. I think that was a bit of a, you know, that Rams offensive line obviously does a lot of heavy lifting for Gurley, and I think they made C.J. look pretty good. So I think Carrion's going to be a solid running back, too, for Alex. Uh, next up, we've got Ian, and Ian is going to steal from J.D., Matt Ryan. Uh, a guy that might not last this long come draft day, uh, and Ian does what Ian does, and he sees the value and just scoops up who he thinks is the best player available at the time. So that puts JD now in the ninth spot. JD's also picking 10th in his own pick next. Um, but first, at 9, to replace Matt Ryan, JD picks Russell Wilson. I've been doing a lot of this kind of replacement position for position. I think guys are going to approach that this way, as long as the value is right. And I think J.D. will feel like this is pretty decent value. Uh, so he goes Russell Wilson. Next up at 10, J.D. rounds out the first round by picking Derrick Henry. Uh, kind of like the Chris Carson pick, not really sexy, but I think it makes all kinds of sense. He's got Joe Mixon there and nothing else at the running back position. Uh, Henry's a guy who went absolutely bananas down the stretch last year. You know, you're not going to get that guy for... 16 weeks this year. I, I think most people that are kind of fantasy stalwarts, like guys that have played fantasy for a long time, know that that's not what you're going to get with Derrick Henry. But, you know, when all is said and done, is he a good RB2? Yeah. Will he have some weeks where he rushes for, you know, 45 yards and no touchdowns? Sure. Um, but there's always that potential of, of the big game with Derrick Henry. All right, next up, we got a real treat for our listeners. Um, I can't believe it's only episode three and we've landed one of the biggest fantasy analysts in all of fantasy football. Uh, this is a guy that you haven't heard on Fantasy Pros. You haven't heard him on the CBS podcast. Adam Azer is not booking this guy. I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. It's just not happening. Uh, we're very fortunate. You know, I did a lot of searching, you know, old yellow pages, phone books, investigative journalism type stuff, like trying to track this guy down. His name is Jimmy Starlight. And he is one of the most well-known and unusual, what we'll, we'll, we'll go with unusual, um, fantasy minds ever. What do we know about him? Not a whole lot. You know, he was born in Arkansas in like, like right after World War II. Uh, you know, he, he had a career as a scout, and he's essentially the godfather of fantasy football. Uh, so the fact that I was able to find this guy's phone number and track him down is just astonishing. I'm, I'm blown away. So let's get him on the phone. I'm sure he's going to pick up here. It's, this has to be the right, I'm sure this is the right number, he'll, he'll pick up the phone. Yellow! Uh, is this Jimmy Starlight? You got Starlight here. I got Starlight. We weren't sure if we had the right number. Who is uh, this? 
Uh, hey, this is Tim Stevenson calling. I'm calling uh, from the Maritimes Fantasy Football League in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Jimmy, how are you doing today? Nova who? <laughs> Nova Scotia. It's a province in Canada. Never heard of it. Never. Is this one of those telemarketer? No, no, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, you know, you're very popular uh, underground among the fantasy community. Uh, and what we wanted to do today, you're live right now on a podcast. We wanted to oh. we, we wanted to give you a call today to kind of pick, <clears throat> to pick <clears throat> your brain. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, we wanted to pick your brain a little bit and, and get uh, some... Hold on, let me pick my ass first. Just a... Okay. What do you want to know, Timo? Yeah. Oh, it's, there's a laundry list, you know. We got you on the phone today. Okay, I don't got all day. All right, all right, all right. Well, first things first. Like I said, you're a yeah. bit of an urban legend in the fantasy community. The Minnesota we... Fantasy League. The Minnesota Fantasy League? Isn't that where you say you're from? The Maritimes. Maritimes. It's in Canada. Don't worry about it, Jimmy. No. Oh, the Canada. MFFL. That's, I know it well. I, I figured you might. We're pretty notorious. All right. Oh, sorry. I thought you were somebody else. <laughs> no, Jimmy. Tim Stevenson. Yes, yes, Tim. How are three you? T- three-time champion. Three-time champion. I'm a 131-time champion myself. <laughs> uh, so, Jimmy, like I was saying, or I was trying to say you're infamous. Would you hurry up and yeah, say I know, it? I know, I know. <laughs> You're infamous <laughs> in the fantasy community. And and we need some background. Like, we want to provide fantasy... Would you call me? Would <laughs> you call me impotent? No, Jimmy, Jimmy. Background. We want a little background on your life. My heart is a fucking diamond right now. Yeah, all right. Jimmy, some try, background. Try what do you want to know? We want to know about your life. You know, we've heard I'm from Conway, Arkansas. You know that, Tim. We Con- talked about this. Conway, Arkansas. Right, right. right. Yes. What was yes. it? What was it like growing up in Conway in the? Sorry, was it fifties, sixties? We're not really sure how old you are. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Oh, okay. I'll all tell right. you what, though. My arms are tired from growing up in Arkansas, fighting away all those girls. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of ladies in Arkansas. Oh in your day, yeah, right? oh yeah. And you know me, I'm. I'm no stranger to the ladies. No, absolutely not. That's as notorious as your fantasy prowess. No question. Um, 131 championships. 100, you mentioned that. Yeah, 131 championships. Yeah. Probably as many ladies. Am I right? Yeah. Um, go ahead and triple it. But go yeah. ahead and triple it. Okay. All right. So, so obviously, you got your start in football as a defensive scout at Arkansas Tech. Is that right? That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Arkansas Tech, eight years, 1973 to 1981. Right. Yeah. Did defensive that, specialist. Defensive specialist. Did, did, took, a, took, took a couple guys to the show, I'll tell you what. I, I believe that. I believe that. So did that have a, a big influence on your approach to fantasy Tim, football? Yeah, Tim. Jim. Did it have a big influence? I'm a 131-time champion. Yeah. I was a pro scout for eight years. Yeah. Did I bang over 400 women? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so you would say your time at Arkansas Tech really made you who you were today, right? Yeah, it was a lot more valuable in the time I'm spending here with you. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy, there's no need to get testy. You know, we're we're a couple fantasy champions here, just kind of shooting the breeze. Yeah. Okay. Well, l- let's dive into our league. You, you said you are a little familiar with the Maritime. Yeah. Let's fantasy. go ahead and dive in there, Tim. Let's, let's dive in. Okay. So, Maritime's fantasy football league. You're, you're familiar with the ten guys. I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Do, I, do, I know do, do you got a favorite player? Do you got a favorite owner in our league? Someone that well, there is. There is one guy that conducts himself. I like the cut of his jiff, you know, champion, okay. recognized champion. Right. I know I, who you're talking like about, right? Three the, times. The champion. Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Sorry, the who? The Bulldogs. JD's Bulldogs? The Angry Bulldogs? The Angry Bulldogs. Just, 
why what what about that team is your favorite or what about JD? I'm shocked to hear that. Well, he's got style first of all. Right. Yeah, known for his style for sure. The button button ups, you know, usually yeah. usually plaid. Yeah. Yeah. The, he, the, he's a champion. He is a champion. Well, I mean, first time he's only been champion for. Hey. So. Hey. What have you done for me lately, League? Am I right? I suppose, yeah, yeah. And you know what I, you know what I like about him. You know what I like about him best. Tell, tell me. He didn't take shit. No, he's uh, he's a little hot yeah. under the the collar. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a have a Budweiser with him one day. Did you? Oh, I didn't no, know. You... I, I didn't. I didn't. I oh, you didn't. Fucking thirty feet from you, maniacs. <laughs> Okay, so if JD is your favorite, you must have someone that maybe you don't like so much, you know, how they kind of conduct themselves as a fantasy player and maybe, you know, as a person. Do you got a least favorite, Molly? The Land Sharks. The, the Land Sharks, really? What yeah. about the Land Sharks don't you like? I don't like how the owner's half a fucking faggot. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that anymore, Jimmy. Like, 2019, like... Hey, it, you see that cute little earring he has in his nose? Yeah, 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 we're familiar. I fucked pigs with more manliness than that guy. Oh, jeez. I, I don't know about that. I mean, this is one of our good buddies. Like, I don't think we need to be going hard at him like this. I'll kick the shit out of him. <laughs> I'll kick the shit out of you if you don't hurry this fucking interview up. All right, all right, all right. So let's let's jump to something a little more current. Uh, we'll hit you with some NFL news and, and kind of get your thoughts on things. Um, no, you won't hit me with any news because I already fucking know it. You know it. You, were you breaking the news? Yeah. You got a little Adam Schefter to you, do you, Jimmy? What'd you call me? I got Adam Schefter? Are you familiar? Yeah. Maybe not. Okay, well, let's talk about Melvin Gordon. Uh, Melvin Gordon uh, recently threatened the Los Angeles Chargers with a holdout. He's in the last... I'll game. tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> All right, tell me. As soon as they legalize weed, yep. you got these fucking... <laughs> showing up. Oh, and I got no time for it. <laughs> Fuck Melvin Gordon. Get your act together. Get to work. That's what Starlight says. I don't, Any I don't, other fucking brain busters there, Tim? <laughs> well, I mean, generally, I wanted to kind of talk this out with you. Like, what do you think the team should do? Should they pay Melvin Gordon, or should they trade him? Hey, you don't want to play? Get the fuck out. We'll get somebody else that does. Next man up. Am that, I right, Tim? That, that cut and dry? It's that cut and dry. We're talking about football. I mean, he's one of the best running backs in the league, Jimmy. Hey. Top 10 fantasy running back? No, 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 no. You put any one of these guys in that position and they'll succeed. He is not a rare talent. He is another fucking guy, okay? What do you, what do you mean these one guys? Of us is, one of us has been a scout for eight years. All right, okay? all, right all right, you're right. One of us is a fucking, fucking, I don't even know what you are, airplane journalist. <laughs> An airplane journalist. That's pretty accurate, actually, you know? I'll take that as a compliment, Jimmy. Hey, well, it wasn't one, so can you hurry up? All right, all right, all right. One last thing. You know, this, the state of quarterback play has been changing quite a bit over the last It's absolutely years. ridiculous. What do you think about that? You know, you've got guys like Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. You know, they're running, running the ball, obviously, a lot more than they're throwing it. Uh, do you see the position evolving in the league? They're running it a lot more than they're throwing it, and that's the problem. These that's guys the can't stay on the field for fucking, yay, drop back, throw the ball, okay? Is you want to tuck it down and play running back? Hey, good riddance to your collarbone. You want to tuck it down and pretend you're fucking, ooh, little twinkle. Hey, see you later to your fucking sternum, okay? 
No, I hear Still, you. It's, I mean, there's t- just, you know, there's some guys that have had success, obviously, doing this, you know. Think about RG3, obviously, you know, yes. He yeah, I thought about RG3. About I can't even fucking think about what fucking team he's on now. He's a fucking, you know, it's not 2004 anymore. We don't have Michael Vick fucking running around. We've we seen it. We adjusted. to. I've been a professional fucking defensive scout for eight years, Tim. Okay, you're not fooling anybody with these mobile QBs. Defenses, I'll tell you right now, defenses like it when the QB fucking runs. Because guess what? Now we get to take our fucking lick, okay? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, ain't a bunch of baseball players because they ain't sliding. They want to slide head first. They want to be Superman every fucking play. You see how that goes. Hey, take take a, your fucking new whips a stretcher. Have fun in showing off in that, you fucking retard. Jesus. I don't want to step on your toes or anything here, Jimmy, but I, I got to ask I'll this. I'll punch your fucking head off your shoulders I if you I know do. you will. I know you will. I got to ask this question, though. I just got to ask it. Arkansas Tech from 73 to 81, you know. That's right. Storied, years, storied career as a defensive scout. Do you, uh-huh. do you think that maybe the fact that you've been out of college or professional football since 1981 might be coloring your opinion on this matter a little bit? Yeah, I would tend to agree with you if I hadn't won 131 fucking championships in the meantime. Okay? Now, I remember when I had three, like you, Tim. Mm-hmm. You're new to the game. Uh, I get it. Relatively okay? speaking, yeah. Now... Don't forget the guys that paved the way. You remember, you've heard the legends of the first fantasy football league, have you not? I've, I've heard, and they are legends. We we know very little about the very first fantasy football league. But you know about it, do you I, not know I, about it? I do, I know, I'm familiar. Go ahead and tell, go ahead and fill the audience in of who the winner of the very first fantasy football league was. Yeah, it's uh, it's true from from what the records that still exist. And and granted, these leagues were done, you know, they were done on paper, you know, their word of mouth, you know. It, it, Tim. I believe it, I believe it Tim, was yourself. Tim. It was Jimmy. Tim. It was Jimmy Starr. Tim. Right? Yeah. Did you get enough sleep last night? Because I need you to pick the energy up. Yeah, this, I know. This... This interview is suffering because of your tone. I know. I'm sorry, Jimmy. And I didn't mean the, to take it go in a negative. Go ahead. Go ahead and bring that back. All right. We'll rain it back. Tell everyone who the first yep. fantasy football champion was. It was the one and only Jimmy Starlight. And then 130 times after that. 130. Boom! Fuck yeah. Eight-year pro scout. 131-time fantasy football. I think I have a fucking idea what I'm talking about, buddy. You're absolutely right. No. And again, you know, just as you said, the airplane journalist had to ask the question. You know, my professional integrity couldn't let you go without just kind of holding your feet to the fire a little bit there, Jimmy. A real professional. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Well, you know what? If if you'll have us back, we would love to, to give you another call in the future. Um, it'd be great to pick your brain a little bit more. You've got a lot of fantasy insight, and uh, I think it's uh, worth having this conversation again, Jimmy. Hey, I'll add you guys to the list. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks, Jimmy. All right, take care. Bye-bye.